Hello guys, this is author Larissa, one half of SNL Better Than Ever. Sherry and I had the amazing opportunity to have a sip and chat with owner and visionary of Legacy Book Bar, Manina. We're super excited to announce that our devotional, Better Than Ever, is now in a black-owned bookstore. You can find our devotional on LegacyBookBar.com. This is the interview. Check it out. Good evening. Good evening. We are back with another episode of the Sip and Chat. If this is your first time ever turning into one of our Sip and Chats, my name is Manina and I am the owner of Legacy Book Bar. If you're wondering what is a Legacy Book Bar, we are an online Black-owned bookstore that caters to Black self-published and traditionally published authors. Um, the talent that is in our Black communities needs to be shared. And it is unfortunate that there's not larger platforms for you to be able to find authors in no matter what genre you like to have. So instead of being upset about it, I created my own platform. So I created a bookstore. Now, right now it is online and the website is scrolling across your screen. The goal is, of course, to have a brick and mortar store and you'll be able to come inside the store and then you will be able to find books such as Better Than Ever. Tonight, I have with me Miss Sherry and Miss Larissa here with us, co-authors of Better Than Ever. Thank you. Thank you so much for being a part of the Sip and Chat tonight. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you for having us. Absolutely, absolutely. So I love, 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 love your journal. Um, I am, me personally, I wasn't a journal person. I never <laughs> under really stood journals. I don't know. I was one of those like post-it notes, jot a note down, want to post a note, stick it to the refrigerator once you get it, <laughs> let me just post a note away. Post-it notes, every color, every size. Then as I got into the bookstore, I realized that so many people journaled. I did not realize that this was a huge thing. So then I said, well, clearly I am missing something. So I said, well, when we get the first journal in the store, that will be our journal entry. And this is my copy. And we, oh. I said, this quarter, once we got over the hump of the first quarter of 2021, because I felt like, January and February was just a continuation of 2020. It was rough. I said, yeah. but going into spring, I wanted to start journal and I'm going to use your books as Yay. my test journal. So I'm Yay. super excited. Well, I look so, forward to hearing how that goes for you. We want yeah. to that. <laughs> Absolutely. I figured everyone has one of those. Everyone is doing it. Why not you do it too? So why not and the one thing i must say that a lot of people have told me was how therapeutic it was for them mm -hmm. to be able to write it right in their journal i must say for me i love the convenience of it where you read a couple of pages and then it's like oh then i can write right afterwards so whatever my thoughts were about what i just read it's all in order i absolutely loved it i know some journals i've seen you know, they've had the, the text part that you write at the back of the book. Well, by the time mm -hmm. I got to the back of the book, I might have forgotten how I felt at like chapter right. three. So then I got right. to the back. Like, do I stop reading? Do I go to the back? Do I write? 
And I think that's probably why I'm like, eh, maybe journal's not for me. But to actually have the text portion directly after each chapter was super amazing for me. So if anyone is like me and needs like, come on, we got to keep it going because you know they're going to lose me. If you're one that's like me, this journal is definitely, definitely for you. So kudos. I love it. Awesome. <laughs> I'm glad you like it. Absolutely. So Every author of Legacy Book Bar, they always know I am huge, huge fan of all of my authors. Like, I am always their biggest cheerleaders, regardless if I'm selling the books or not. It's just I'm an avid reader. So getting new books is like, oh, we got a new book. I even show my husband, like, look what came in today. He was like, you know you have to sell them, right? I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's like, can you really get high off your own supply of books? Sometimes, but you know, still have to sell them <laughs> anyway. But it was so so cool. So again, like I said, thank you so much for being a part of the the book bar. So let's talk about your journey into your journals. Okay, <laughs> play on words. That was so cool. That was good. That's tweetable. You like that? That was cool. I loved it. That's that's cool. So Larissa, tell us about you. What made you decide to become an author? Well, um, I do radio, so um, I am a part of a online radio station, the uh, Awesome Guard Radio, and I am one of the co-hosts of the Good Life Gospel Show, and it is actually, um, the book was birthed through what I wanted to do as an extension of what I do as a co-host. So I share good news, inspiration um, on my segment, and um, so I didn't initially want to become an author. I'd never thought about doing that. Now I am a journaler. I always write. Um, I'm like you, but you mentioned I write on post-it notes. I write on napkins, cups, whatever I can find <laughs> um, just to get my thoughts out. But um, the journey to become author was just something that happened. Um, and um, from there, there you have it. So I'm grateful. You know, just stepping into new territory, um, it was for me, um, definitely therapeutic. And I've gotten so much out of becoming an author because, you know, you write things and then you set it to the side. You know, you normally just think about it for that season or that moment. And then, you know, it never gets brought back to your, your memory, right? And so um, I asked my good, good girlfriend, <laughs> <laughs> would she come along on the radio journey with me and um it actually turned into a book because when i sent the co-pilot to a friend of mine he said that i should write it as a book so that's how my journey of becoming an author began okay, i'm loving that and what about you sherry well i appreciate that you asked larissa first because she's <laughs> the reason why we have this book all put together um <laughs> Like her, I am a journaler. I consider myself a writer because I write everywhere. Um, I've written poetry. I've written a lot of things, but they're all tucked away, hidden somewhere in my house in a book, never to be revealed. Um, that's just not where I thought my writings would come because that wasn't the purpose of me writing anything. Um, it was really cathartic and just to get it out, just to express myself, feel in that moment and keep it pushing. Um, so I did not ever consider, funny enough, my, I used to always try to get my mother um to write like mom you should write she tells great stories um she can make up a story like immediately off the top of her head she's so creative so I always tried to push her that was never something that I was interested in doing and never thought could 
be something that I would consider myself to do. Um, so it was really just a matter of Larissa saying, hey, what do you think about this idea? She knows I hate being in front of the camera. So doing a show was not necessarily something I was interested in. And then, oh, let's write a book was even further from something that I wanted to do. I don't like putting myself out there per se. <laughs> so I was like, mm, let me pray about that one. <laughs> let me pray about that for a second. Um, but she really wasn't taking no for an answer and I appreciate it. And I was like, all right, you know, if she thinks we have something, we might. And I kind of took and fed off of her confidence. It's like, okay, I'm not doing this alone. I'm doing this with somebody that I love, someone that I trust. And I do think we have something good here. Like I like our stories and we always say it's a good book. It's it's a good book. Um, so I'm really grateful that I took that faith <laughs> journey of lots of fear um, with Larissa. And so that is how I became an author. So let us, so as we're journaling, What's your favorite genre to read? Just curious. I like, um, well, I think we both, and I'll answer for both of us. Um, I think both of us like inspiration, um, but I also like historic, like black historic, um, like autobiographies, things like that. Um, as a child, I liked any fiction. So, you know, any Terry McMillan, like that kind of, you know, I wanted to read all the things I shouldn't have wanted to read as a young child. But, <laughs> As I got older, I kind of steered away from those books and kind of like autobiographies a lot more. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So I always ask my authors this, even though I I personally know the answer. I always ask this with my, my authors because some people, they don't know and they need to hear from other authors. Did you ladies self-publish or traditionally publish your book? <laughs> we traditionally, I mean, we published. Go ahead, Larissa. I'm answering you. Go ahead. <laughs> Um, we actually traditionally published um, our book. Um, we, I got all the information and Sherry and I are just like, um, we have an idea, you go do it. <laughs> Can you do it for us? Um, so we, we definitely uh, traditionally published, but there are some things in the works that we plan on self-publishing. So. So. I guess that you kind of answered that one. So you ladies and maybe one or two are probably the only ones that actually for their first book went the traditionally published route. Um, wow. I, I always tell people that is, I can't tell an author which way to go. Mm -hmm. You have to know mm -hmm. you. Um, there are some like you that say, you know, I have an idea, I can write it you guys do everything let me know when the book is ready for print and then i'm there <laughs> there are some that like they need to be so hands-on they want to you know they want to do everything they want to pick the editors they want to pick the cover they want to do you know and have more a creative control um mm -hmm. and i always like to get feedback from authors because you know of course you know this episode um is always on facebook live and it's on youtube now and a lot of authors especially my aspiring ones they don't know which way to go or why they should do mm -hmm. one versus the other. I always tell people to research. I probably did eight months of research before I even came up with the name Legacy Book Bar to make sure that this was something that I could do. This was it going to be just a phase or was I really going to be able to do it from do it to fruition? 
Um, and that was just before I got to the name mm-hmm. and didn't even have an LLC at that point and then still did research after like ongoing of home assignments <laughs> right. so, to, to keep legacy open. But always tell people, what's your strength? Once, what's your weakness when you start any new job, career, new path? What is it that you want to do with it? Where do you right. want to go? And, you know, what's the end goal? What's what's that little leprechaun at the end of the rainbow with the pot of gold? Where do you want to see your book? So where do you ladies want to see your book at the end of the book <laughs> journey for you ladies? Um, I don't think that we consider an ever an end to the journey. Um, okay. So I definitely think that we, we've definitely branched off. So in addition to having the book, we do have um, a podcast which streams on all of the platforms um, mm-hmm. better than ever with Sherry and Larissa. So that's one avenue. Um, I am a business coach. Larissa is a mental health coach. So we also are planning to open up and expand our community of resources with that. So better than ever isn't just a book for us. Um, it's definitely something right. that we plan to continue and branch onto and have a community of other things to offer. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I just, I commend that because I know, um, unfortunately, especially in our black community, mental health is not some, is sometimes brushed under the rug Absolutely. where it's, you know, keep right. it in the family, don't tell anybody outside the house our business. Pray it away. And then pray it away. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you do need that professional person mm-hmm. to talk through whatever it is you're going through. Um, yeah. I, I, I think people should be more aware and more okay with it. Sometimes we as Blacks, we need therapy and it's not something, not taboo anymore. That, that is what we need as well as, yeah. you know, all the other services. But I commend you ladies for that. Um, absolutely. And then, of course, writing the process out in their book. <laughs> Why not, right? <laughs> right. I Gotta start it. with the self. Hello? Start with the <laughs> See how we just did that? See? Full circle. Yeah. I love, it. I love it. How has the response been since you ladies have published your books? The response has been amazing. Um, there are personal stories in the book um, from Sherry and I throughout our time um, from childhood on up until now. And the feedback that we've gotten has been great from both men and women. Um, and even some of our teenagers, you know, are enjoying the book because it is self-reflective, right? We take our stories and we allow the reader to see themselves in victory at the end of it. You know what I'm saying? And so we, I, I'll speak for myself and for the both of us, and Sherry can um, just hop, hop on in, that we did not believe that it would, you know, just open a bunch of doors and avenues for us um, because we really didn't know what to expect. You know, we were like, okay, we're gonna put these personal stories out here and we just gonna roll with it because you know, you wanna keep things that have, you you have experienced close to your heart, right? Because you don't know what people are gonna do with your information. You don't know what they're gonna, how they're gonna use it, you know, to harm you or to do any of that. And we trusted in each other so much so that we were like, okay, if nobody gets anything from this, I want you to get something from it. But the feedback um, has been amazing. Um, we're so grateful 
Um, we are absolutely floored at, you know, I'm, I'm a Jesus girl. So I'm absolutely floored at what God is doing um, through us and through our writings and through our stories of aha moments. And, you know, it's just been very overwhelming in a great way. And as Sherry already mentioned, like it's a journey. And so we're just, every day we're like, okay, what's next? Okay, thank you. <laughs> you know, so it's just the gift that keeps on giving for, for me and for us. What about you, Sherry? I, I mean, I, I feel like you did a great job of speaking to that. It has been um, amazing, just the reception and what people get out of it. Um, we we had another interview not long ago, and it's always interesting to hear. Um, and we tell people what you get out of it is what you're supposed to. So we don't want to have this objective. Um, I think when we wrote the book, yes, we did the whole self-reflective self-tip moment because we want you to actually sit with the story that we've unveiled to you or you know given from our heart and think about how you, it can relate to you but how you interpret it and mm -hmm. what you decide to write and your personal journey of moving forward from that moment of feeling stuck is completely up to you so it's always gratifying to hear which particular stories meant something a lot more to people um, both of our moms have read it it's been amazing just to get yeah. their feedback you know different generations um, so it's just been really great for people to really just be receptive to something that we weren't sure was going to be received well. We weren't sure what was going to happen. Um, weren't necessarily confident in doing it. Um, so it's just, it's really just been all positive and really great. Yeah. Really, really good. I, I would love to hear it. I know um, here in, in Baltimore, um, we've gotten some really good reviews at the pop-ups. Um, you guys are the first, are you the first journal? Yeah, first hey, journal. So it's like, yay. Yay. Thank it's, you. you know, when we first opened, of course, yes, <laughs> pop-ups have been amazing. So of course, awesome. you know, when we first opened, it was, of course, romance and urban fiction. That was coming in galore. And then it was like, all right, what else do we have? And, and as more came in, I started noticing there are certain things I don't have yet so I started all right where can I find this where can I find this one and then of course you know we met through Instagram and then it's like wait a second after I, I we did everything and I was going through inventory I was like this is the first journal so yes wow you know, so you ladies having the absolute first journal with legacy um book bar so yes um how now of course as you know Free media, not free media, free publicity is always good when you use it in the right way. Right. How important or how big has social media been in getting your books out there to different people? Who wants to? Oh, me. <laughs> You're, I would say Larissa is so much more tech savvy and she does all the beautifulness that you see on her pages. Um, it has not, well... I think it's been kind of 50 50 for us um word of mouth is amazing and still fluent and you know acceptable and received and all of those things um i think that as it relates to strangers when we because we do have our um snl better than ever page it is not just a uh author's page but you know it takes a little bit of pieces of both of us and what we do collectively as a unit as well as individually. And um, the people that are assigned to me are different from those that are assigned to Sherry. So um, we've met a lot of different people from through social media 
Um, and again, just a sharing of, you know, something that we might have said or something that we might have written um, draws attention and great attention too. So um, I think it's kind of 50-50 because we're not well versed in social media. So when we post, we're just like, oh, somebody liked it. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then, you know, then we get those dings on our um, accounts, like somebody purchased a book or somebody sent in a review or, you know, uh, maybe a direct message of somebody saying, thank you. Um, I, I bought this for some friends, you know, and are you guys starting a book club? So social media, I think because we're now in the world of virtual living, it has been a great help and an asset to what it is that we share because um I'm like you Manita I do like going to the library I do like going to bookstores I like the little cafes um where you can sit but social media has been a great platform for us to use especially during this time yeah I would say I think it really for social media because I'm not social media savvy I don't really like posting I, I mean I just I don't I love when we get posts and people say stuff I love all of that but for me I think it's also helpful when you utilize the platform like reaching out mm -hmm. to you or being able to see that there were other bookstores like what other bookstores are in Baltimore and um, we were we've been blessed to really be yeah. able from our self-publishing that was a black uh, female who did the publishing company mm -hmm. that we used um, and we were very involved with that to the graphic designer that we selected for our book black owned female um, to be able to have our book with you, a Black female business. So it, it was really a blessing to be able to leverage what social media has and the access that we yes. have, even if it's not because people are constantly on our page, but what other avenues can we access um, by using social media in that way? And of course, people always ask, what's your hashtag and your handle and all of these other things. So you have to have those things in place. Yeah. It's really, I think it's been more beneficial for us to be able to navigate other people's and saying, we have this, come back, look at what we offer and utilizing it in that way. Right. I hope, and I hope for um, people that are watching, that are hopefully going to share the broadcast and, um, and learning throughout tonight and previous episodes that networking is mm -hmm. huge um, yeah. virtually and in person. Um, I know some some authors I've come across um, is like they want instant gratification with networking. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you don't get it. Sometimes mm -hmm. it can happen, yes. Um, and when those yeah. come up, I feel like those are like, one in a million shot where it's instantaneous sometimes it's it's through word of mouth it's through a hashtag it's through a share it's you know another bookstore sharing your book and then another bookstore sharing that bookstore because the two bookstores right. Are, right. Are, are social media friends and it's like oh hey go support this bookstore they just got a new author and now look at what you have now and um, yeah. just learning to use social media positively right. and, you know, where you can take your, your body of work. Because that's really what we need to do, regardless if you're with Legacy or not. How can we get more people access to your book? And I tell this to anybody. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's just like Barnes and Nobles. It's, it should be so many opportunities for your book. If it's five bookstores in Baltimore, better than ever should be in all five we and agree. if they're not like why not you know like yeah. why not i just like i can go in barnes and nobles and it is 30 authors 
and they each have more than five books and they're all on the shelf. And then I go into mm -hmm. another Barnes and Nobles and it's the same thing in a yeah. different city, different state. It should be the same thing here with smaller independent stores. And I always say like, why not? Um, Hi, and Larissa was first. Wasn't me this time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't me this time. It was Larissa. <laughs> We're all child of whole mother okay. in these streets. Okay, you see me like we got three mothers, and it was a bet. <laughs> Who was going to get the first one? I just knew it was going to be me. Was not me. <laughs> no, you're doing good. You're Listen, doing child, good. it's been it's been things thrown in the broadcast before with the child being interrupting me. True so story. you know, listen, it is what it is. <laughs> happens. I've had someone come to ask me for cake in the middle of the broadcast. I'm like, can't stop anyway. So you're better off getting it now. Oh, well, I funny. can't move. Right, on. right. You can't do anything about it. I can't do anything about it. So just go get it now before I say anything. But. Needless to say. So let's talk a little bit about some of the um, chapters in your book. So let's see. I, right. have, I have certain ones marked off for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, I love the personal messages um, from each of you. Um, and again, I, I was probably so bad as a reader before a bookstore owner. You know how you just kind of, oh, I just want to get to the chapter. Come on, like. Uh, who, but now it's like you're immersed in the book industry. What what do these authors have to say before you get to the story? Like it's a whole right. how did they get here? Why did they get here? And it, that in itself can be a whole nother book if you you read it. And yeah. I, so I just started like, oh well, let's read what they have to say today. So I really like your personal messages from each of you. For those that are watching and are sharing, of course, you. Better Than Ever can be purchased at www.legacybookbar.com. And if you're watching tonight and you have not purchased a book, hashtag pop up and get 10% off tonight because you're watching the broadcast with Miss Larissa and Sherry and Better Than Ever. Yes. <laughs> so let's see what was. Okay. Now, this is a 30 day journal. So people that don't know, you know, we have, most people have 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, and a year, but this is 30. And I feel like a lot can happen in 30 days that you find yourself repeating the next month. Um, so I like this one. So I'm going to jump to day two. And the only reason I'm going to jump to day two, because I kind of live day one and I'm going to pass that one by. <laughs> <laughs> And if you don't know what we're talking about, you have to purchase the book to understand what day one was all about. So let's see. Day two was titled, Don't Pick Your Scabs. Mm. Now tell us a little bit about what that meant in this book. Who wants to go? Who wants to go? I was looking at um, day two, <laughs> don't pick your <laughs> um. Can you guys hear me? Because I'm having a little crazy. It's a small delay, but we can hear you and we can see you yeah. just fine. Okay, cool. So day two, don't pick your scabs, is about you know not overlooking something that you think may have been ugly, you know. Um, and also, just a disclaimer: we do not, Sherry and I do not tell you which person wrote what. So unless you know us personally. You don't know 
um, who wrote what part of the book. So, but um, <laughs> Don't Pick Your Scab is basically saying that the most ugliest things that you may think about yourself may be something that is really the most amazing. Mm -hmm. Let's see, we're gonna jump to, let's see here, what was the other one? Day four, validation. Uh. Tell us a little bit about that one. Um, I, I mean, I feel like we both could speak to this. Well, all of it because we wrote the book. But, um, <laughs> I, you know, for, I would say for me personally, um, validation is a big deal. Um, because we're at, at some point in our lives, all of us deal with insecurities. All of us look for some way to be validated, for someone to recognize what it is that you do. So, you know, a lot of times your self-worth is wrapped up in what other people say, what other people's portrayal of you is, um, and how much weight that carries when you're allowing other people to give you a high five, waiting for someone else to pat you on the back. With this book, no one was going to push us or pat us on the back if we weren't going to do that, number one, for ourselves to show up and then for for one another to show up and so just really having that conversation with yourself of you know you need to be able to validate yourself if Absolutely. no one else is going to do it for you you need to be able to look yourself in the mirror and say you are it is well you are good you are happy you are smart you are joyful you deserve great things you should go out and access great things so really just taking a look at what validation means to you and not looking at it externally This one, um, this is, no, so if anyone that has not purchased the book, I will show you this. So let me go back to validation, where'd it go? So this page 23 is validation, but right beside it is the text, well, wait, this side, sorry, is the text part that you can write talking about, oh, no, wait, validation. Other way, that's your journey. Other way, I was right <laughs> first, see, looking at myself in the camera, had me all messed up, sorry. Okay, so validation is on this page, and then you flip it over, and then this is where you can write how you're feeling in reference to the chapter about validation. I thought that was so cool, because by me, if I had to wait to the end of the book, I would have forgot. <laughs> there would have been poster notes sticking out the side of the book, like, this is what I meant for this one, and this, is, and I would have had a whole book that looked like a um, college textbook with all my notes if that's what you need to do i have friends that will never write in the book and so they have a journal to write outside of the book because they don't like writing in books so whatever works as long as you read it you right. it. <laughs> i kind of get that if you grew up you never yeah. ever write in a book i get that i get that um i hate when people i would pick up textbooks and they will write notes yeah. in in the creases that just used to do something to my spirit. Like, you know, you're not supposed to. <laughs> but I get this and this. But to me, this is a journal. So you write in a journal, but it's a book at the same time. So I totally get it. I get it completely. Day six, mm -hmm. you are enough. Who wants to take yeah, that? So one? <laughs> I'll take it. Um, day six, you are enough. That means you have everything within you equipped already to tackle life and have a fulfilling successful life on your terms yeah. you know because i think um it goes along the lines with validation you know we have to start from the inside out and we have to know that we are already fearfully and wonderfully made god the way that god made us is perfect 
um, just because somebody else doesn't get on the team doesn't mean that you um, have to look at yourself in the mirror and feel inadequate. So um, you are enough is just a just another affirming and reassuring thing that you have everything that you need to succeed in life. You have everything that you need to overcome any challenges or, you know, things like that. You have everything that you need. And I think that a lot of times we just want more and more and more and more, right? And then when we're when we're able to receive more, we don't know what to do with it or we still, it's still not enough, right? You know, we're just always searching for something to fill that void, but rather than looking for the outside to come in, you just need to use what you got to get what you want, right? And so um, that is what you are enough speaks to. You know, we can we can co-sign for one another. We can, you know, uh, pat each other on the back or cheer, cheer someone else on. But when we recognize that we are it, honey, that's my thing, right? So when we when we recognize that we are enough and what we have right now is all that we need to sustain us, um, then we have a more appreciation for the creation that God has given us. We have a more of appreciation for um, ourselves, you know? Um, and so that's what that, that chapter is about. You are already enough. You are more than enough sometimes. I, I love it. And I must say that that part um, definitely spoke to me. <laughs> I have um, a business bestie and we, you know, we talk, you know, a couple times a week. And, you know, sometimes we're just like cracking up and then, you know, I'll get into the I don't think I'm doing enough. I don't know what I'm doing. Why did I do this? Why did you convince me I should do this? And she's like, girl, you don't get yourself together. And I'm like, OK, you're right. <laughs> but it's like, but even today for me, you know, almost 40, started a whole business on a wing and a prayer. I still felt like, oh, this author didn't want to be a part of the store and, you know, taking it personally. And it's like, mm -hmm. well, wait a second. Mm -hmm. You're mad about one author. You got 30. Right. Which, wow. Which and, I had to, and, I, and I had to think about it like, wait a second. I've only been in the business in the book industry, we launched November, 2019, hit published on the store, February 1st, 2020, insert oh COVID March, right. 2020. See? It's April, Just Menina, and it's like, wow, this 
is me. Like, I'm still not thinking, you know, am I enough? Am I doing the right? Am I doing everything mm -hmm. I can for these authors? And it's like, ma'am, <laughs> but still a nine to five, still a wife, still a mom. Right. Ain't but so many hours in the day, sis. <laughs> but you, you still, you're doing as much as you possibly can. So right. I know for me, it's like, wow, if this is how I feel, I can imagine how others who truly are into journaling, how this is really hitting them. Yeah. And I'm new. Like, I just got, when do we get this book? January? I'm yeah. super yeah. new, right? <laughs> super new. And it's like, wow. I have clearly been missing something in my life. But it's okay. <laughs> What's there now? We're grateful for right. it. Right, you're there now, right? And this is why we need Black-owned bookstores because... Amen. This is the kind of content that you would find in Black-owned bookstores. And then not only that, having the opportunity to interview the authors to hear their inspiration and their storytelling behind the book now makes you a little bit more appreciative of, wow, I get it now. This is, as a reader, this is how I felt about the book. And then this is what they were, this is the feeling they wanted to get out of the book. Yeah a whole trifecta moment just happened, you know, yeah. um, this is what we're, this is what we're getting. So this is when I say, you can always spend your money however you want to. I would never tell you how to spend your own coins, but when you can spend it black owned, how many lives you're touching with a sale, right. you know, yeah. the sale is, of course, we always love the sales. We're not even going to lie about that, but the emotions behind it, you cannot get that anywhere else outside yeah. of black owned so and if right. i could just interject really quickly like it changes the narrative of what it is that we're capable of doing absolutely you know you know we're we're not just you know what the media would always try to portray which is why i think that we fight so hard to paint the real picture and write and paint the true picture um and so you know just your feedback alone and just allowing us the opportunity because this was one of the goals to be in a black owned um bookstore because it matters we talked about mental health earlier we talked about you know just being an inspiration and you know like you said um if i'm feeling like this and i can imagine the the journalers how they feel and so as authors and um as just a person that has written it you know and i'm like i'm feeling like this because some of the um chapters we wrote just thinking that it was just us feeling like we were feeling right and then you know just sharing with sherry she's like i felt like that too and so if we felt like that and we just felt like we were alone in the struggle and now finding out that no we really haven't been alone this whole time and so just you know creating a community and being able to change the narrative and be the storyteller of your own story you know is a reward in itself and so we appreciate we appreciate what you're doing and you know we appreciate the fact that not only are you a bookstore but you are accessible everywhere <laughs> so you know all we have to do is get on the world wide web right Absolutely. and and there you are so kudos to you and you know we are very very much so appreciative that you would even just allow us to be a part of your store and that you're actually reading and enjoying the book. So that's great for us. Thank was, you so much. Absolutely. And that was the one thing I always told my authors. Um, 
yes, I'm the bookstore owner, but I'm going to read your books. I have to know. I want to know what I'm selling. Uh I want to be able for someone Mm -hmm. to say, oh, what's this book about? I want to be able to like, oh, girl, let me tell you. Page 45 (laughs) right here is going to take you through it, right? I I want to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. I want to have that personal connection with the books, um, at least right now, you know, futuristic down the road might not be able to do that when it gets gets bigger but you know right. this time right now i want to be able to say you know the first hundred authors the first hundred books read all of them you know we did book clubs we did book signings we did this and i was i was with them as the fan you know yes we hosted it but i read it and i can tell you all about it i want to be able to give that back to you because what's what's the point you know i don't want to be like oh yeah self-help yeah i'll five right <laughs> oh yeah self-help test seven <laughs> like i i don't want to be that you know i don't want to be the, oh you're looking for self-help yeah you just go to the store and then get like seven down and like three over like that's so impersonal i want to be able to say all right so what are you going through right now okay i got the journal for you okay this is you know, I want to be able to do that. Um, like I said, at least right now, and so far, I've been able able to do that. Um, and I just I've been enjoy- this ride has just been so amazing. Um, meeting new people, reading new books, because then of course, like I said, I read everyone's book at least twice. Because I got to read them when I get them. Then I got to read them when we do the book club. <laughs> it's like so. I just I just love. I like I said, I love them. I, I get the boxes in, and it's like yes, so great. <laughs> I'm loving your excitement. <laughs> right. <laughs> so if anyone didn't know, definitely hashtag a geek. This is just I'm a book nerd. It is what I love it. Right. That is that is just me. Um got a couple of comments. We have Antoine Jefferson that says woohoo, hey family. Okay. Um hey. I, yep, we got my mom, she's here. She said hey, hello, mama. lady. And inspiring story. She's here with us every night. So thank you, thank you so much for tuning in. Of course, if you're watching, you know that you'll be able to watch this episode, um, Facebook Live and on YouTube. So make sure you tell your family and friends that there are multiple avenues for you to be able to watch this broadcast as well as all of the other previous broadcasts. Ladies, this talk was amazing. Can't wait to have you ladies on for our book of the month for you ladies when we get to that point. Hopefully we get to see awesome. you ladies in person for some in-person book events coming up. It is really, really good. So I always ask this of my guests because I need to know like, where's your thought process? Where are we going in life? So, mm-hmm. you know, it's 2021. Go. 40 years, you know, we'll be fabulous at 60 plus, high five and 70, still looking fabulous, right? (laughs) Yeah. And you look at, you know, your your business you want to start, your mental health facility, you know, you got one journal, one journal could turn into five journals, which could turn into a whole novel, which could turn into a whole like self-help mental health book that people can just like 300 pages and it's just like how do you deal with mental health in the black community it's a whole whole thing you can just take it wherever you want to take it right and then you sit back 
And you're like, wow, this, this journey was so amazing. And you look at your kids and you look at your grandkids and you're like, look at everything that we accomplished and everything that we did together. What do I want my legacy to be? Sherry, I'm gonna have you go first. <laughs> that was that was a lot of buildup. Um, <laughs> that's my one deep question. <laughs> that's a deep question. Um, what would I want my legacy to be? Um, honestly, because I feel like at the end of the day, I I am a I love everything human services, whether it's behavioral health, mental health, whatever. I want to be able to touch others um, in a positive way. I would want for my kids to know that. Um, we always talk about wealth and generational wealth financially. Yeah, certainly I would wanna make sure that everything that I do also helps to have them understand financial literacy. And But none of that matters if I feel like they don't have a heart to serve and to give back to others. Like as I'm building you know, my portfolio and as I'm building myself up in my career and my businesses and all of these things, I always want them to know that it's bigger than just the deposit that you get in the account. It's so much bigger than having your name on social media or on a YouTube page. Like what impact did you make in other people's lives? And if you haven't made any, then what was your life worth? So I really think being able to make sure that they understand um, you can do all of these great things, but what is the deeper purpose behind all of this? We didn't write this book so that it looked really pretty on somebody's coffee table. We not only wanted to be able to show our children that if you have a dream, you got to put forth the effort. You have to, you know, really sometimes right. put forth your money and you have to pursue this. No one is going to do this and accomplish this for you if this is something that you want to do. Anything that you put your mind to, you can actually do. But we also wanted to make sure that people got these books and they read them and it meant something. So I think for me, that would be the legacy. I would want someone to remember my name and remember I did something for other people. Okay, okay. I love it. Larissa, what about you? Um, my legacy would be um, my grandmother was everything to me and she passed away um, a few years back and she had a legacy of service and love and rest um a third grade education 13 kids um and when she passed she had, was at we were at their funeral and everybody including family said the same thing about her how she loved how she served um so i want i'm carrying the torch right now so you know leaving a legacy of that for my daughter, um, helping her to understand that you set the tone for your life. You know, nobody else does. You do. You work hard. You do the things that you love. You do the things that you enjoy and give yourself a fighting chance. I know what the news says. I know what the media say. I know what um, the, the haters say. I know all of that. But you are the thermostat. So the legacy that I would want to leave is that, you know, Whatever you need is already within you. Celebrate that, you know, strive to be the best human that you can possibly be. Pick others up along the way, but don't forget about you, you know? Um, so a part of that legacy would also be, you know, that she lived well. You know, I want that Cicely Tyson blessing on my life, okay? Right. Um, so, so she you know, lived well. She served well, she lived well, she loved well, and she looked good while she did it, while she did it right? Mm -hmm. And so um, if I could leave a legacy, that's the legacy that I would leave, you know, 
I don't want to work so hard that I don't get to enjoy it and watch other people flourish because I've I've served. You know, I want people to win in their lives and you know, I want to be able to win in mine. So when I sit back and sit lemonade and like you said, Manina, be 60 plus and you know, looking fabulous, looking over my life and my family and say that, okay, I did that. And you know, to God be the glory, you know, because it's not in and of myself, but um that's the legacy that I would like to leave. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much. We got a couple of answer oh comments in the comment section. We got Kenneth Brown, indomitable brown <laughs> said, Amen. Good answer, sis. Hey, brother. We have hey. another legacy author, Indy Jones said, excellent. Thank um, you. So Kenneth's amen, good answer, sis, was to Sherry. And then he commented again and said, I agree. And that was to <laughs> Larissa. And then my mom again commented and said, loved both of your answers. So thank yes. you, mom. <laughs> thank you. Yes, yes. So tonight's broadcast was amazing. You ladies were so, so great. Thank you. Thank you so much. You. Please feel free thank to you. stay with us. We got a couple of events I have to talk about. We got some new books, new arrivals, fresh in stock. I want to just go over with everybody. So just stay with us. So if you have been listening or you just tuned in, we have Sherry and Larissa, co-authors of Better Than Ever. Thank you so much to everyone who has shared our podcast, liked our podcast, listened to our podcast, and subscribed to our podcast. If you haven't subscribed yet, just click the subscribe button and you'll never miss an episode. Keep up with us on social media platforms such as Facebook at Sherry and Larissa Better Than Ever and Instagram at SNL Better Than Ever. Until next time, you guys. Deuces.